Welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, your host, along with my co-host, Mike. Hello there. What's up, everybody? That was the Siegel, quickest feel like response time. Feels like it's been so long. Uh, this last two weeks, we don't we haven't really talked a lot, which is weird. What have you been doing? Why are we I, talking? I got school, bro. So much fucking work. Imagine being in school. Could it be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like the a movie trope. Like the old person goes back to school and is walking around campus. It's like, look at the old person at a college. Um, I feel that it's every funny because you're 23 and that's like a normal age to be in college of. Not for graduate school, but not for undergraduate as much. A lot of people graduate at 23. I don't know, but then I tell them I'm a sophomore, and people are like, "Oh, what's wrong with him?" <laughs> Um, I've got called old twice. I'm almost the same age as one of my professors. So I mean, well, it, I mean, no offense, but you like you're you're obviously a young person, but you like act old. Yeah, I'm a boomer at heart. Yeah, there's something like you have an old way about you. I don't know why. Uh, I like old music. Actually, yeah, old music. Yeah, yeah, 1960s. Yeah, 1960s, my favorite era of music. Uh, that's my dad's fault, though. Uh, so I was raised by a boomer. But anyway, enough about me. What's been going on in your life, Mike? Any magic sets to speak of? Uh, yeah, it's almost as if you knew I was going to talk about a magic set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new magic set came out a few days ago. Uh, played it yesterday. It was really fun. Even though I still suck. It's, it's based on Harry Potter. It's like a Harry Potter type concept. Do you like Harry Potter? No, I just I love okay. the, I just like magic and it's so fun that it's all about like school and stuff. I don't know. There's magic in Harry Potter. Yeah. I, yeah. This I like the troll from the first Harry Potter. That's all I remember. The giant ogre or troll, whatever it was, in the bathroom. Seagull, have just you the... bought any more magic stuff? No. I <laughs> No, my brain's been away from magic for a while. Well you should maybe at least after school we should do more. No, I'm broke. Um, but uh, I can't. I can't invest in more, more hobbies. I barely can afford the ones I like. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it felt. It's felt like a long time. <laughs> this this podcast feels like it's been like years since we did the last episode. Yeah. Uh, so much has happened. Hey, we both got our first vaccine. I think. Oh yeah, that's something we should have mentioned first. Because honestly, that's a big part of this like podcast where like we're almost maybe at the end of this fucking shit. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, where we are in the playlist, we're in the thick of it like a year ago. We're like a month in almost at this point in the playlist. April, May, I feel like was like the, the, the worst of it. Yeah, because no one knows what the world is going to be like still. There's still like this hope that the world can get back to normal by summer and now it's the next year and people are like maybe this summer <laughs> and we still are like unsure hopefully people can get back to normal this summer mad excited to get my vaccine my second vaccine and then a little bit after that i'll be fully vaccinated i can go to mets games and whatever the fuck yeah it's gonna be a whole new world <laughs> that's Thanks not a the playlist no but it's a music reference Speaking of music, let's just jump into it. Oh, nice reference. You, yeah. you do that all the time. Well, I'm not original. I have to steal from other creators to make me feel like I belong. Um, Isn't the fucking YouTube landscape just a mess right now? Jake Paul won last night after one punch. He's like one punch man. I, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people think he's, he's paid the dude off or whatever. Oh, he definitely cheated. Or... He might have just dropped the UFC guy. Like he's just like, I don't want to. I don't care. I get paid either way. Right. There was there was stuff on the interview of that UFC guy that he's like, yeah, I really don't care. I get a million dollars either way. So good for him. Fuck Jake Paul. Anyway, week thirteen, uh, sacred Montgomery rocket ship. If you want to look it up on uh, Spotify, where we post all these playlists, and they were they are linked in the previous episode. Or you can go on to our social medias at JM Radio Pod. 
I think we got 60 uh, followers on Instagram. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Mike. So as we're doing this a little different with the two weeks, do you have shout outs you want to make this week? Um, yeah. So there's a few songs I don't really want to expand on, but what I mentioned. Um, Come on, Eileen. I love it's really fun. I heard it a bunch. Oh, it just makes me happy whenever I hear that song. Um, I heard it before you recommended it, but yeah, it's a common song. So another one I just want to shout out, or did the rest? Yeah, I think the rest is just straight up notes. Come on, Eileen's the only one. Okay, I was gonna shout out "Come on, Eileen" because I don't have any notes on it, and uh, by Dexy's "Midnight Runners" and "Band on the Run" by Paul McCartney and the Wings, or just Wings. Uh, they're classic rock songs you can listen to a lot of podcasts or a lot of there's a lot of stuff on them so i just not i don't want to highlight them i want to highlight bands that don't have as much exposure on this show so that's my goal so it's like if you want to learn about them there's a lot of lore on both those songs band on the run's a fantastic song uh but eh, paul mccartney everyone knows the beatles except mike i have another uh, shout out actually um i wrote notes on violent shivers by benjamin brokers slash Rocket Ship by Big Rock Candy Mountain because they're both Violet Shivers from an MLB The Show like 18 and the show just came out. I guess it's uh, I, I guess it's timely because this made me think of um, like sports game soundtracks but they're all, but they're all like for some reason kind of niche and like cool. There, there's always like one or two songs on the show every year that I like. Yeah. Um, Rocket Ship is from NBA 2K12 or something. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's, I don't know what they like. They theorize like people want to listen to while they browse menus, but like this kind of, like, is it actually like this is what's supposed to be? I feel like kind of weird, like rock songs. I don't know. There are a lot of stuff like this. I just want to, I shout out those like music choices for some reason that are interesting. I was gonna ask if that was from an MLB show, the show game, because I thought it was. It sounded familiar. Uh, the Violent Shiver by whatever but uh, i remember in old nba games they used to have like playlists that like supposedly artists put together like i think kanye west put one of the like the playlists together for the songs that they chose in that year's game i don't think they do that anymore i think it is more random or someone does studies on it but that's interesting i wouldn't have picked rocket ship as (laughs) like a basketball game no it's not baseball yeah but basketball i culturally is more hip-hop when i used to play 2k back in the day and it had some songs like that too maybe i could find some more i know i recommended i know fifa has a lot of songs like that yeah Uh, mlb mvp baseball yeah baseball song the good soundtrack yes Yes. that's my favorite soundtrack in baseball in any game so I mentioned yeah. that on the podcast. Um, but yeah, moving on, because those are the shout outs. Uh, my first song that I want to actually talk about is Low Down Rolling Stone by Gary Clark Jr. This man does not get enough appreciation in this world. I don't know if you've actually heard of him before this song, Mike. No, I don't think so. He made a come together or he made a cover of Come Together for the Justice League movie, which got very popular which is a Beatles song, but he remade it into like a bluesy rock song. It's the only good thing that came out of the Justice League movie. Um, but yeah, this man is modern rock. It It's the idea of modern rock that I want it to sound like instead of like Grandson and like Machine Gun Kelly, who are now rock stars. Like this is what I think rock should sound like. This uh, modern bluesy spin on classic rock sound with a thick wall of sound feel mixed in with soulful vocals. It's just good rock music. <laughs> like, there's nothing bad about it. Also, he's from Austin. So, big shout out. Another fucking artist from Austin. Uh, come on the podcast. I, don't, I doubt he's going to come on the podcast. But <laughs> he's very reminiscent of, like... Uh, He's like a new age sound of like Jimi Hendrix, B.B. King, and like Eric Clapton. Those are a lot of names I've thrown at you. Have you heard about any of those three? I obviously know Jimi Hendrix. I know Eric Clapton, but I don't really okay. I'm super familiar with his music. But uh, a B.B. King, I don't know who that is. Okay. 
blues guy, Jimi Hendrix rock guy, Eric Clapton blues rock. So it's in that realm. And I feel like he's an artist, Gary Clark Jr. That is that he's like a Jim Morrison. If he passed away young, his music would have been so much more appreciated. Uh, I don't want him to die. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. Uh, he's 37, so he wouldn't be part of the 27 club. But uh, could make his own, he can make his own club. Um, yeah, it's just one of those guys who's here right now, and he just gets no love. Uh, I don't I know. I just if think been... there's not there's not a big audience for this kind of music. Well, they're dying off because I think my dad would like this music because it's like a modern take on his style. Yeah, no, I don't. This song is not my kind of thing, but like, I don't know if you like this stuff. It's just. I don't know. It's it's what I want music to be now. And instead you have, again, grandson who's like number one trending rock star. I'm putting it in quotes because he's not a fucking rock star. He's just like a hip hop guy who claims to be rock. I actually haven't heard of him at all. It's grandson okay. character. Well, if you went on Spotify, you'd see him a lot. He's always in like modern rock. And I'm like, it's not fucking rock music. <laughs> anyway. Your, do you have any thoughts, or do you just want to go on to your next song? Um, I can just do my next. I don't have any thoughts about this song. I okay. listened to it a few times just now, but that's pretty much all I have to say. Okay. Um, Sacred Beast by Tally Hall. Uh, one of my favorite Tally Hall songs, if not my favorite. Um, it's it's a vibe of like. Let's think about like five like adventurers in a fantasy setting like walking through the forest and somebody's singing a song i just uh like a fucking D &D party like <laughs> our friend chappy yeah but uh it also just feels like you can put the song in like a movie in a situation outside of that scenario and it applies to anything um it always makes me very happy Makes me want to like go like run out, have an adventure or something. It's very like medieval feel. Which yeah, is interesting. <laughs> you don't expect that. And they because they they just do a lot of different things on their uh like songs like vibe wise. They did like, a lot of different things. Ambience. They're gone. <laughs> don't hurt me, Siegel. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get into how you've hurt me with the next week. Same idea. Yeah, no, this song's very short, I feel like. It, it is very short. It's feels... like under two minutes or like around yeah, two minutes. It feels, even if it's long, it feels like it goes by very quickly and you expect more. And then just like, oh, that's it? Cool. It's one of those songs, though. If you look up the demo, it's like fun to listen to as well. Okay. The demo. There are demos of Tally Hall songs. There's just people archived on YouTube and they're all nice. Interesting. I'll have to look into that. Uh, We'll put it on our Instagram. Anything we mention on here that isn't in the playlist, I usually link or in the show notes if you guys want to know or post it on our stories on Instagram. So check out those show notes or the details or whatever the fuck they're called under this episode. And I have a bunch of links there. Good song. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but um, my next song, yeah. my next song is by Bendigo Fletcher and it's called Soul Factory. First off, great fucking name. No one's going to get if you google that, you're going to find it right away. <laughs> Unlike a uh, Highway to Hell or whatever or Hell or High Water that we've mentioned on the podcast before. That's a unique enough name. Uh I remember that. But uh hailing from uh Louisville, Kentucky, they're folk rocks uh with a folk rock song to match. Uh Speaking of landscapes and forest, I mean, this song is very just like it makes you want to run into the forest. <laughs> it, 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 earthly tones, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just a very like peaceful, rustic, raw sound. And the guy with his howling vocals, even though they're high, which is interesting because I think of folk music as a low, gravelly tone. Uh, it's just, it's a it's fantastical forest song, <laughs> although lyrically, it's I'm not exactly sure what the uh, Ryan Anderson, who's the main singer in the band, 
wants to do. I'm sure he wants to bone somebody because that's <laughs> what the chorus says. But my favorite bit is the puppeteers got me tangled up in wires again on his humanoid marionette. He'll say you can't drink the honey as he counts his money and tells you how to live. Like, it's just like, it's just good rhyming, good imagery. It's like the doors almost where it's like, it means something to the fucking author or it's deep, it's just poetry. Like a lot of these guys you mentioned where they're just like really good lyricists. Uh, Kai Dreams. Yeah, Kai Dreams. <laughs> Gotta mention him every week. Uh, Got the Kai, Kai Dreams mentioned him, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything? I remember you said you liked this song. This is, again, one of the first I remember you like commenting back on. I don't remember saying that. But oh, I also, okay. No, I, I don't dislike this song. Um, these two weeks, I don't really have much to say about any of my music. Well. Uh, Besides, besides, no, 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 um, no, no, yeah, 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 we'll get to it. I know. Yeah. We'll get to next week. Let's just let's just keep going through this. No, week. this what song's you... good. Okay. I mean, it's... I don't have strong opinions on it. But, okay, yeah. fine. You want to go next? I'll, uh, yeah. Um, Blood Sandwich by Aesop Rock. I have. Oh, I'm glad you're going to talk about this. This is a weird about... song. Yeah. Um, so I saw Rock's like a rap hip hop artist, uh, kind of underground vibe. He started in like the underground scene. Um, it's the song is like him telling two stories about his younger and older brother, kind of the idea of a blood sandwich. Like, that makes sense. Oh. Okay, yeah, I do yeah, understand. I, that. I had a feel. I had a feeling you <laughs> you were gonna put that together till then, so I explained it. There's the one about his younger brother, where like there's a a gopher interrupted their little league game, and then like this grisly description of the coach who like takes a bat and like beats it to death or something. Nice. Um, I can think of a coach from our childhood that would do that. <laughs> um, and then there there's the other his older brother's story. Which is like uh, him being like a goth, like emo kid into metal. His parents not approving of it. Um, like wanting to go to a concert, and his parents see like in the newspaper it's like the devil's work or whatever. You know the the thing Falconetti talked about. What is it? Satanic panic. The, yeah, the nineties. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was a big thing. Yeah. The nineties. Uh, it's a little bit about that, but like a personal anecdote. Um. I love this song's uh, how he raps the in this like tongue in cheek description of setting the stage, especially the first story, the Little League one. Um, it's very quippy and it's very like it works as like a he's kind of just spitting the like setting of it, spitting um, bars. This one line I wrote, Hi Peggy, I was 10, chewing on a sweet tart, little brother left field, Queens guard, mean arm. Knees bent, two out, two on bags. When I caught him staring down at something moving through the grass, hold up, tagged runner, and the whole cast rotate. So that was like, I wrote down quite a bit of that to um, try and capture what I meant because it was trying to articulate that. But yeah, I love this song. Listen to it. You have to listen to it to understand what I mean and appreciate it. But uh, yeah, do you, have, do you have one or two things to say about Blood Not Sandwich? really. You, you've nailed it on the head. I remember you talking, explaining the baseball thing, and I was like, this is a baseball thing? And then I listened again. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it's like really good storytelling. I, rap music takes me a second sometimes. I sound really white right now. But... Uh, Except, Except Rock is white, I think. Uh, I thought it was eight. ASAP Rocky, like the guy. You thought this guy. was an ASAP Rocky song. I don't fucking know. They look the fucking names look similar. Jeez Louise. There's so many fucking ASAPs and Littles and Lils. Like too many. <laughs> is ASAP oh, Rocky? Rock. I just I, I don't fucking know. I thought it was an ASAP Rocky song. I didn't know there were two different people. Um but there's my ignorance on display. Ignorant, bro. Yeah, I'm ignorant. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, my last song is really quick note on Major Tom coming home by uh, Peter Schilling from 1983. Uh, first off, I don't know if you know this, Mike. Probably don't. This is a German song. Uh, obviously, this version is not. This is a re-recorded in English, but it was released in West Germany <laughs> under cool. Major, no, Tom, Major Tom Feuerg Langelust, German teacher from... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's freshman year so proud of me it's a one-hit wonder guy peter Schilling. he had this one song that did great because it's like this sci-fi story element song and it's actually supposedly a continuation of the major tom character from the david bowie space oddity right he's also i, I assume yeah. yeah like obviously there are those connections uh but yeah it's, it's it stands out because it's like this really good story song and it's very late 70s, early 80s synth pop, which is just, I, I think, age is fine. Like, age is great, even to now. Uh, it's one of those ones that's been used in a ton of movies to, like, represent the time period of, like, the 80s because it's so synthy. Like, uh, Buffalo Springfield's, like, Vietnam song. Uh, what's, what's, fuck, what's it worth? The song that they played at in Forrest Gump to represent the vietnam war anyway what do you think i got a question about this song though what do you think about story songs obviously you're big into them because I love the, story songs why would i not yeah because the previous song is yeah, a no. story song uh fucking yeah aesop rock that's a story i love story songs when you mean story songs you mean like like you know ver- like stuff like the gunfighter ballads like equivalent of that like oh, that i don't much. even know what that is you don't know Big Iron by Marty Robbins? No. I'll have to look into that. Well, I'll just I'll just recommend it to you. Okay. No, um, I, I'm talking about just like songs that have just like a complete story in them. I'm just there's so few of them now, I feel like. Maybe it's just again the old man in me where I'm just like you look at the charts, there's not gonna be like a fucking song. Like Stan. No, that's not- Stan is like the song story song I'm talking about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eminem. They just feel like they're on a different level. Of no, song. yeah, I no, I love stuff like that. It's just it's hard yeah. to. I feel like it's hard to do it without seeming too corny, and you know, unfortunately, seeming too corny is such a big deal now. I mean, Stan is 2001 ish. Yeah, I'm probably getting that wrong, but it just doesn't seem like it's done anymore. You're not going to hear Ariana Grande have a song. I know what you mean. Yeah. I pick on Ariana Grande so much. I hate Ariana Grande. Um, Why? She's just, uh, a good I singer. She's like annoying as like a personality, but some music's alright. She's a very talented singer. I wish she just did more sophisticated things with her like very great gift. <laughs> she's just mimicking Mariah Carey. Um, oh, uh, I know. We're getting too far down the rabbit hole. Do you have any more songs to talk about, though, for this week? Um, I have one small okay. thing, smaller thing about 15 reading Homestuck on the internet. Okay. Just because it's vibey. Um, it makes me think of, like, fucking the time adventure type shit. Uh, it's, it's an Atlas song that we talked about a few times, talking about, like, being 15... Not having friends, staying in, smoking cigarettes, reading Homestuck all day, doing stuff like that, um, and then like, kind of the inception that that's gonna it's gonna be different later, and then you're twenty and it's the same exact thing. Like you're considerably different, older person, but you're not. You haven't like changed in your attitude and what you do. Um, I like that message today. I feel like with all the media and depression and stuff that happens with kids, it's relatable. And I definitely I don't smoke or read Homestuck, but. Uh, it struck a chord with me. I just wanted to shout it out real quick. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm 20 and 23. Yeah, 20. 23. I'm in my 20s is what I meant to say. My brain doesn't like catching up with my mouth. Uh, yeah, it. I get it. I just, I don't know. It wasn't a good song to me, personally. I mean, it was short. It wasn't really like, there, technically there was nothing really to say, but it's a long fucking name, and I hated typing it multiple times, and I kept screwing it up on the Instagram post. <laughs> and I hate that nice. it's all in lowercase, uh, just because I don't know why bands do that. Um, but anyway. Quirky. 
quirky. Okay. I think it's the new way. The new way to stand out without having album covers be a big thing, I guess, in like Spotify playlists is my rationale to it. This is one of the first weeks I have genuinely no idea what's going to win because I who knows. Uh, Should I go first? Sure. Top fives. Okay. Hashtag JM Radio Top Five, all spelled out. If anyone ever wants to tell us their top five from any week, use that hashtag on Instagram, and you'll get a shout out. Okay, week thirteen. Five, Violent Shiver. I, I don't remember what the band is. I apologize. Benjamin Booker. Four, Rocket Ship by Big Mountain Candy, whatever. Damn, you like both of those, huh? Yeah, uh, they were good songs. Uh, three, Band on the Run. Didn't talk about it. Two, by Paul McCartney and The Wings, or just Wings. Two is Soul Factory, and one is Low Down Rolling Stone. All right, Seagull, this is the this is a this is an anomaly. We have nothing common in our top five. Okay, well, no winner. They're all winners. Draw. I guess. I no, guess nobody it's a, gets a point. I guess no one gets a. It's an actually. It's just like a thing at the end, just a dash one. Okay, makes my job easier. Fifteen reading Homestuck. My five Angel Montgomery three. Come on Eileen. No, I mean, no. Angel Montgomery four. Come on Eileen three. Blood Sandwich 2, Sacred Beast 1. Wow, yeah, we have... You don't even have Violent Shiver or Rocket Ship on your list? I mean, no, no, I, I like those songs a little bit. Okay. Well, well I, I, makes I my know. fucking job easier. There is no winner. <laughs> I'll just... No winner in Week 13. I'll put all the album covers. They're all winners for Week 13. Uh, cool. Uh, okay. Week 14. Hey, thanks, thanks to uh, Bendigo, Fletcher, and for... Uh, give us a like on Instagram for our post. Anyway, week 14, t- entitled To All the Vegans of My Day, uh, which we'll get into the controversy of the of my day part when we talk about All of My Days by Alexi Murdoch. Anyway, there's a controversy. Oh. Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs? You um, make? Just like. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So, a two. I wrote the the number two. That's how dumb I am. Nice. Too two. old to be vegan by William Shatner, and I don't even know the other guy's name. Jeff. Jeff Cook. I don't. I don't. What the fuck is this album? Do you know single? Like, is it a okay, comedy? So, like collab? Yeah. We have to talk about this. I didn't want to talk about this really. Well, <laughs> we're this... gonna because we know you have to talk about this. Yeah. No, I know. I didn't want to like make it a song I wanted to like oh, have notes okay. on. I was just confused, like, what is... I just want to know what this is. <laughs> I remember recommending this song, and you being like, what the fuck is this? I love this. Like, well, the fact I don't that... love it. It's just funny. I, <laughs> the, I brought it up because, like, I kept playing it as a meme when we were on... But the fact that... Playing Animal Crossing together. The fact that I recommended the meme song when you're, like, the meme culture is um, hilarious <laughs> you i mean you like ex- exude memes and i'm just like here's a song i don't even know if you know who william shatner is i think that's why it's funny to me what both find it funnier See, funny. i feel like you underestimate my like just existence okay who is william shatner he's a he played captain kirk and he's a comedian and he's, he's, not, a comedian. he's not a comedian he's like an actor <laughs> yeah he, but, he might as well be a comedian at this point but he does it because he's serious. That's the weird thing. He became famous for covering Rocket Man by Elton John. But he did it he didn't he doesn't sing, he just reads. And that's right. like his thing. Yeah, there's a song that I really like that you recommend later with that. Yeah, that's his thing. That's his shtick. Okay. But he's no, like I he like, wants I think it's like kinda cool. I don't Okay, well, he he thinks it's cool, too. And most of the society thinks he's a fucking weirdo. I mean, like, maybe I'm, like, post-post-ironic with how maybe. I like some things, but I... It, it's a funny it song. It has no, it's moments. it's funny. I just... It's not, yeah. it's not genuinely funny. I just like playing it to annoy you. <laughs> and it, uh, the talking thing is kind of cool. This, is, this yeah. is the song I most regret, but laugh about putting on this list. Yeah. Like, I'm proud of it, but I'm like, I fucking hate this song. I just wanted to to mention that you... Maybe I didn't know exactly who William Shatner was, but I thought it was funny you'd know. Just because you... I don't think you, like... You also recommended Cats in the Cradle a few days ago. I don't know. That's a 60s really, song. 
Did you really not think I knew that? <laughs> but it's a 60s song. You don't know all 60s songs. It's just, it's such a popular song. Whatever. But, <laughs> um, okay, I, I want to shout out Ivy by Frank Ocean. Um, okay. It's like the one appearance by him in this album. I want to just acknowledge that I feel like he's like genuinely a generational talent when it comes to just stuff. Um, I'm I'm going to say something controversial, as like usual. No, I just don't understand why he's like regarded as like this. Like he's like a cult. Like BTS is a cult. I I just he's a good. He's great. Like he has a good. Song. I feel like I feel like this song flows like nothing else. I don't think it's that great. Like the lyrics are amazing. Like the the melody and the instrument. I don't know if it's instrumental, but just the mixing just flows like insane. Okay. I need to listen to more Frank Ocean. I don't know. It's... I mean, that album is highly regarded. I know that because I've listened to it. I just, I, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get, if people actually listen that like Frank Ocean, I'm going to get people that don't like me. Um, eh, be shocker. You'll live. Uh, yeah. Uh, my shout outs are too old to be vegan, but I'm not going to talk anymore about that song. Wait, what did you want to say about it? No, I said what I want. I made my piece. Oh, okay. Because you mentioned it. Um, Angry Cyclist by the Proclaimers, uh, a Scottish band that sings with their native accents, which is rarely done in any contemporary yeah. music. They do that 500 miles song, right? Yes, that's okay. what made them famous. This is their latest album. It's actually quite good, It, but everyone knows them as the meme song with the 500 miles. Because I was um, a family guy. <laughs> It's been a lot of things. It's been in movies <laughs> way before Family Guy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, James Corden's made fun of it. A lot of people have made fun of it. Uh, but I like them because they actually sing with their native accents. And that's interesting. Instead of like Americanizing it like so many bands do. Anyway. Real songs. First song. Astronaut by Future Crib. Great oh, name. Wait, I should have said something about this song because I like it. Oh, well, you could, you could talk about it and I can I mean, do something. I don't really notes. have anything written down. I just... Oh, okay. The beginning of the song, like the voice, but I, so, I only have notes on my stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, besides vegan, of course. <laughs> of course. So this band, a Nashville jangle pop body rock band. That's their own de- definition of their band. Which again, I love when bands just define themselves as like not a genre. Yeah, I think the thing that stands out in this song is the changing of the tempos and the whole style of the song. Uh, from the verse to the chorus. Uh, I like any band that's just like, or any song that is, that just takes it and it's like flips it on its head in the middle of the song or every third of the song in this case. It, it feels like you're on the ground and then all of a sudden you're literally floating in space is what it feels like during the chorus. Like, I want to be an astronaut. I have to space. And then it's like, nah, 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 nah. It's like it feels floaty all of a sudden, and then Probably you're back on the ground. Yeah, and then you're back on the ground, like a lid closing, like you or landing. It's just, it's so different and stands out. And I like when any band just tries that out. It might not be their biggest hit, but it gives me so much more appreciation for the band. Um, and I just want to be like, this band needs recognition, <laughs> just like Gary Clark Jr. Uh, do you have any more? thoughts on the song no i just like the song and i wish i wrote something about it because i don't have anything about it oh i thought you were gonna say i wish i wrote it that's like that's that's interesting i wish i wrote it <laughs> maybe maybe why not i mean i'll take i'll write any of these songs just to i mean these are all great songs yeah you know, it's still except too old to be vegan no uh, so what's your first song mike um well i have like another more quicker shout out type thing for rhode island by uh front bottoms okay um, this i this might be my favorite front bottom song let's say flashlight uh i probably said the same thing about flashlight i probably like flashlight more <laughs> but this is just like the the softest and sweetest front bottom song they're all from that first album of theirs i found myself listening to this one for mad long um it's like intertwined anecdotes about this guy they met at a show who was traveling from like florida rhode island i think he was like on the run or something from I the law yeah, I don't know. I have to cross check that, but it's very. I like the stream of consciousness, like way that's 
uh, weaved into like the narrator's um, relationship with a girl, like talking about those two things, like talking about the guy, like Florida's a long way from like Rhode Island, and then talking about like uh, being with the girl and switching his position to get comfortable again. And it's beautiful. Has a lot of great lines. I, I always remember the Casanova just can't get the charm on thing for some reason. I like that line. Um, that was more of a full note than just a shout out, actually. But it the problem with these songs is they're starting to blur together for me. That's fair. Uh, like all those bands, I think I say this every fucking episode. Uh, but a lot of those bands you recommend are just like the modern baseball, the front bottoms. Not so much the Mountain Goats; they have their own thing going. Yeah, the Mountain Goats is not really like this. Uh, the uh, Marietta. Was the other band I guess I was thinking of? They're just like they—they they have this sound that blends together for me. Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad sound. I'm just like it's a lot of the same sound. Like they all came from the same band class, and now they're reproducing it in the real world. Yeah, bro, that's what happened. Uh, sure, I mean, good for them. Uh, but yeah, it's a fine song. I mean, I can't rip on it. It's a good song. It's just, I don't know. So if I listen to that whole album. I think I'd just be like sick of that style of music for a long time. Like when Origami Angel appears on this list and you just recommend them back they're, to back to back. They're to coming. Back. They're coming. It's coming. Gang, <laughs> baby. Also, the new fucking album is coming out in like a week. Yeah. April 30th. Yeah. You know, remember. Yeah. Cause I'm waiting for my list to just get ruined by Origami Angel. Well, I mean, it's, it's already I'm happening because they're releasing the singles. I recommend the one yeah, yesterday. No. no, I know. I know. Dude, the chorus is genius. How do they... Whatever. <laughs> no, it's fine. The, the, new, the new song is called... Uh, it's a, like the, the chorus is about saying, like, if the shoe fits, no one's going to blame you if you use it. I don't know. I just love that line. I think it's amazing. Well, I'm so happy that you... I mean, I, would, I wouldn't have been passionate about any music if you didn't do this playlist, though. So. There you go. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Got something out of it. Uh, How many more songs any... do you have? I have one more. Is it just All of My Days? or No, I didn't talk about All of My Days because I knew you were Oh, doing. well, then I'm going to talk about All of My Days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I only have a note on something else. So, All of My Days, because Mike's not going to talk about it. It's a my song. It's like, it might be Seagull's favorite song of my it... list. Yeah, I would, I would argue to say it's, it's my favorite Bee, right? song. I would say it's more this even than Honeybee. Honeybee's great, though. Uh, this song, I don't know why it resonates with me so much. It's one of those just like laying down, reflecting of the day, uh, or just like your life in general. And I think it hit at a time during the pandemic, especially where it was like, we're a month in. We don't know where the world's heading. It's just like, what do I want to do? Fuck, should I, did I do some things wrong? And you have time inside now. It's just... I don't know. I I wish I could express why I love this song and slowly. I know it's it's pretty reflective. Yeah, and slowly fell in love with this guy, Alexi, or this artist, I should say, Alexi Murdoch. Thought his name was Alex for until we did this list today. Um, he's fucking amazing. But you've ruined me, Mike, because he does not release any new music. Really? He's <laughs> he stopped he's not even like, a band. He's just one guy. Yeah, but he hasn't released music since 2009. So it's like, this album, Time Without Consequence, is a great album. It, it's used in a ton of movies. Like, his folk songs are used in Garden State, Stargate Universe, which is a show I watched. And uh, this song was the title track for Real Steel, that weird uh, Hugh the Jackman movie about fighting. Yeah, yeah, apparently. I didn't know that until I Googled it today. Uh, but I mean... God, this song is so fucking good. I don't... Ah! But the thing I found out is that on Spotify, it is called All of My Days. Everywhere else in the world, it is called All, my, All days. my Days. I actually... Uh, like, I, conf I was confused about that a few times, and I didn't really, like, make anything of it. I just yeah, I don't... Confusing. No, I don't know why... I don't know why it did that, or why he did that, or why... It... The record company owns the rights probably or something. It's just wrong either on Spotify or everywhere else, but I'm assuming Spotify fucked it up. But 
just sit with this song is my is my advice or sit with this album time without consequence it's amazing i'll listen to more of it i remember you recommended one song from breathe later down the list i should go back to it but fucking bang I don't really remember. the first three songs on this album are the best of the album and I'm song for you fall behind see like even like this year i'm missing so many songs that you're recommending shit it's hard i, I caught up like yesterday so i'm good now did you listen to any like do you like any of the songs i've been listening to recommending i don't know I, like... i'll have to i don't i have to this is not a topic for the okay. conversation for the podcast i don't remember names Whatever. uh do you want to go next yeah i have one more okay uh, yeah go i have black bear by black bear um this is like a i don't know what this band is now but they released this one album called the cinnamon phase and they talk about like nature and its parallels to uh, like humanity and love. And I love this one song. I thought this one song was so like gentle and beautiful when I first listened to it. And uh, it's think about like a nature documentary, but it's like this band and it's talking about the black bear does and like at the same time drawing parallels to how pathetic it makes them seem. Um, how it like just eats and lives and survives in the beautiful nature. Um, this one line afterward, he'll have his choice of any stream to drink while I while I fill up another cup from my old kitchen sink. I love that line. Um, I remember that, like I listened to this song where I was like out once. My friend listened to like showed me to it, and I all I could hear was like the the tone of it, and I was like, holy shit! I gotta like take a second to listen to this. Why is it so nice? Um, did you hate this? I was indifferent towards it. Okay. But it didn't affect me. Either way. <laughs> it didn't, didn't affect you either way. <laughs> it's hard to penetrate this broken soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. I kept getting confused with the rapper Black Bear. Right. And whenever I uh, try and find this song, that's what comes up. Yeah. Because so. it's the fucking the, the band is called Black Bear and this song is called Black Bear. Yeah, and if you search Black Bear, Black Bear, Google's just like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, what no, no, no. I, I, I literally did that today when I was writing notes, and that that's what okay. happened. But uh, that's pretty much all I have. Go check out Cinnamon Phase because it's interesting. I have a quick note on one song and then longer note on another. Uh, let's fall. Let's not fall apart by Broken Glass Heroes. Uh, from 2013, I just like it because it sounds like a 1960s song updated. Uh, which, like, again, 1960s is my favorite era of music. I, I don't know, I just does. Uh, simple, and yet you can hear the difference as the decade progresses. Uh, and I think it's very appropriate that uh, they're called the grandchildren of the revolution because they would be the age of like a 1960s grandchildren so it's very cute and reminiscent do you do you have a favorite era mike or you're just like what life or just music (laughs) music favorite era of music i don't know like like decade i guess how about like early 2010s okay well like emo slash just whatever was popular that makes me nostalgic so you like dj falling in love again by usher I mean, like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe ironically, but you don't, you don't like Nickelback, though. That's no. they had some music. DJ in, Falling but... in Love Again just makes me think of middle school. Like, it might not be a good song, but it, like, yeah, I feel like true. the only place I've ever heard that song was at a middle school dance or a bar mitzvah or a. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the uh, club can't handle me right now by Flo Rida. <laughs> no, anything uh, by Tayo Cruz, Dynamite. Violet. No, Dynamite and like... Oh, that's what I meant. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Katy Perry. But that's also 2010s. Uh, yeah, that it, those. that's sad that that's our nostalgic music. But uh, <laughs> we can dig in deeper to that in another episode. Uh, okay, now, Bug Hunter. Take it back. This man uh, shared us on Instagram, so thank you so much for that, Bug Hunter. Uh, I assume your name is Bug because that's what it says on your website and hunters, not your name or maybe hunters, whatever. Uh, these guys 
uh, Jesse Galloway, Kyle Hodgets, Hodgkinson, and Bug. Hodgkinson. It's a good name. Uh, all of them deserve so much more appreciation and like eyes on them. So any chance I get to shout out or tell somebody about Bug Hunter, I get excited. They're like they're similar to AJJ uh, and what's the other the mountain goats, I guess, in the uh, style. Yeah. In the sound and also the lyrics. Personal storytelling. Yeah, the personal storytelling aspect. Because I think these guys are bugs. Shout out to Deer McCracken. Yeah, we've shouted out. We've told people to listen to Deer McCracken before. That's definitely his best work. But he also has Point to Prove, Panic in the Disco Room. The Rough Draft album is amazing. Uh, Take It Back, though, is the song we're talking about here. Uh, This is like the perfect moment in time where it's like you're in your 20s it the song's about sending a a resume to god i guess to like get into heaven or whatever but you can also be equated to like just sending a resume or an application into like a school or a job and like i did everything fucking right and i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping and it doesn't work out or it's like i'm not sure and it it's the perfect like worries and angst of the 20s and that idea i'm not sure how old bug hunter is but it, he perfectly encapsulates and these personal story and antidotes into these songs. Like Mike said, my favorite uh, thing is in the song is my bullet points concise. And now my grammar's fixed and typos found. I'm hoping if she sees it, I have made my English teacher proud. Shout out to Falco. That's a great line. But I, he's a great I, songwriter. For sure. Yeah. It like it, it's rev it's, it reminds me. Of like writing any paper, I think of like Falco or other English teacher, and how they're gonna fucking grade it, even though it's just like an email to somebody. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Thanks Grammarly for helping me out. Uh, also on Twitter, I saw that he follows Narcissist Cookbook as one of his only people he follows, which we'll talk about later. I like that song by them. Uh, they have a bunch of great songs. Uh, so I can't wait to talk about them also. But back to Bug Hunter, please come on the podcast we would love to have you on the podcast any of you i mean he, like, all of you noticed us or something yeah he he posted our our playlist on his story and he's liked our stuff before uh add him again and miss him again we can i mean i it would be such an honor to have all of you guys uh, jesse and kyle i was actually on one of his live streams where he played a whole album and it was amazing so, uh, I love Bug Hunter. <laughs> uh, I do love Bug Hunter. I'm not as seasoned in the music, but I like this song a lot. It's very, this is such a grand song. Like it's, oh, a hu- it, it's, it's a huge yeah. story, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the storytelling. Again, coming back to the storytelling. I think this episode is going to be called Stories in Nature or something. <laughs> because we're talking a lot about nature and landscapes and storytelling. Story, natures and vegans. Yeah, it's, no, we're not fucking mentioning vegans. Okay, shut up. Okay, uh, but anyway, thank you, Bug Hunter. Uh, week fourteen, shut up, Bug Hunter. Week fourteen in the books. All okay, right, you go first this time because you want. Okay. Um, five. Too old to be vegan because I just wanted to. <laughs> okay. Take it back for IV three, Black Bear two, Rhode Island one. Uh, I'm not Sam- sure who wins. We do have similarities, though. Oh, this time. okay. We'll say it. I'll figure it out. Okay. Five is Rhode Island. Four is Let's Not Fall Apart. Three is Astronaut by Future Crib. Two is Take It Back by Bug Hunter. And one is All of My Days by, or All My Days. So. You have Take It Back where? Two. And uh, Rhode Island where? Five. Oh, five. I think they're tied. Wait, what? What are you on? The, is it five and two on yours? I have Rhode Island one and take it back four. Uh, <laughs> we never, we never allocated a point system to this, so, so we can't. So if this was two and this was, f- oh wait, that, this would be four points. This would be one point, and you're saying. So. Uh, so number five one points. gets five points, number two gets four, number three gets three. Yeah, so what is what is Take It Back for you? Take It Back gets two. Okay, so then... And you, yeah, no, it, you, you put Take It Back where? Second? Yeah. 
So it gets six in total, and then I think Rhode Island also gets six in total, so they're tied. Okay, we got a double winner. Great. Okay. I'm we'll happy both, that Buck Hunter gets a double. But... We'll both get one point, I guess, right? That... Yes. Okay, so this has been a divisive so this, this made up for no winner last week. Yeah, we had a double winner this week. So perfect. This is that was totally planned, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but that's the end of the episode. Sad to say. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at JM Radio Pod, all one word. Don't forget the pod. Don't forget uh, the pod. <laughs> uh. And please rate, review, share, most importantly, share this podcast with somebody you know. Uh, we're trying to make more people aware of it. Share it in any way you can. Just shove it in your friend's face. Uh, please shove it in your friend's face. At, just follow us. Grab your friend's phone and follow us. COVID safe. Grab your friend's phone and follow us on all platforms that they have on it. Uh, the more people we can get bigger this podcast can get and the more guests we can have possibly yeah bro so let us know your top five as well hashtag jm top five and if you want to see any of our past playlists they're all under jm playlists on instagram so you can search that up or just go to our instagram uh follow anyway stuff do everything follow it rate us share us bro we will talk about anything we're like monkeys like We'll just tell us what to talk about, and we'll do it. Sadly, we'll we'll, we'll beg for your entertainment. Or submit a song. What? Submit a song for us to listen to. Sure, do that. Well, if people fucking submit songs, we'll do a whole episode of viewer submissions. I'd be down to do that. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the tradition, sure. Mike? Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. You, you got, got some, some listening to, to do. do. Okay, so that's good. Time off to me really that sounds good to me good to you <laughs> fucking knows okay bye everybody I never made the team bye all of my days <laughs> <laughs>